What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Next Success. My name is Adam Bastian. And I'm Skylar Bidendorp. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. All right. It's not the Skylarb. <laughs> Adam was telling me that someone was looking up my Instagram handle because it's the Skylar B. And someone was like, why is it the Skylarb? That sounds weird. <laughs> you see how fast he was? He didn't even have to hesitate or think about it. That's, he was just like, that is my name. and ironically that's what we're going to talk about today is hesitation and doubt because i think well we know that's super important to our progression and personal growth in our lives when we don't hesitate and we don't doubt what we're doing and we just go for it yeah opportunity costs and that's something i have to learn over and over and over and over again Cause like there's so many times where it's like the opportunity comes up, something's available and I don't take action on it. And then it's no longer available and it's gone. And there's nothing that uh, there's, there's things that hurt more than that, but that it stings when you had the opportunity to take a job, to date someone, to buy a, whatever it is you may you wanted to buy and you hesitate, you wait. And the next day opportunity has gone. That sucks because you know you could have done more. Is that what opportunity cost is? Yeah. Can you kind cost. of explain that a little more? So I feel like that's important to know. Yeah. Opportunity cost. So um, I guess a better way to say it is not taking advantage of opportunities costs. Like if you don't go, like if you have friends that invite you to go somewhere, mm-hmm. let's say the sand dunes because we're planning that. <laughs> but if you have friends that invite you to go to that and you don't take advantage of that because of whatever reason, maybe you just don't want to, or you like your best friends aren't going, so you don't go. Um, you will lose on experiences and creating other relationships, which can cost you in the long run. Because, um, you know, people aren't always in our lives forever. You don't always get another opportunity to go to the sand dunes with your friends again or with, with, or with this specific group of people. Yeah. Right. And it's just an experience that you will that will not happen again because there will be a specific amount of people or certain people there a certain time of the year, certain weather, certain, like, you know, just the environment will always change a little bit. So you only get every opportunity, like the exact opportunity, usually one time. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is like opportunity cost is like you're missing an, an a potential opportunity because you chose not to go out and do something. Mm Mm-hmm. And as a result, you missed on a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, kind of like, like it's like, like taking a risk sometimes. Because I think like, that's what we're talking about is when you don't uh, take action on an opportunity immediately, is because you feel like it's risky. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get embarrassed. You could like not have fun. You could lose money. You could lose whatever, some pride, or you know what? <laughs> yeah, you lose something. <laughs> you lose something, uh-huh. and that is why we hesitate. Is because. It, it's the what if we might lose something. Right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. It just made me think. I've had a lot of people ask me. I think you asked me once before too. But they were just like, how do you meet people? Like, how do you go out and meet people, Adam? They're like, you have no family here in Utah. You live basically by yourself. How do you go out and meet these people when you just know random people from around town or from like different cities? And I'm, I'm like, if someone invites you to go out and do something, do it. Like, regardless of it, just go out and do it. Because you never know who's going to be there. 
you never know who you're going to meet and you never know what's going to come out from those friendships and or from that activity that you just chose to go do. And so even though you might not necessarily enjoy the people a whole lot, as long as they're not going to go out and do something horrible or illegal that will get you in a lot of trouble, my opinion is you just go out and do it with them because you never know what's going to happen if you go. You never know who you're going to meet. And that's how I meet people here when I have no family here or had no zero connections when I first moved here is when somebody invites you, you just go and then you build relationships and friends. Yeah. Cause if you think of worst case scenario, a lot of times it's actually not that, that bad. So it's like you go cause I don't know. So like the other, so before, right before we started the podcast, we went and did a fire and that's how you and I got started talking and how this podcast came to be is because we rode home together. If I would was birthed, <laughs> that's how it was birthed. And if I had not chosen to go up there and be a part of that group that just went and had a fire in the in the canyon, this would have never have happened. Or maybe it wouldn't have happened as soon. But it's I don't like, think it would have ever happened. It it probably wouldn't have. We, we never would have like been in a car alone for like thirty minutes and just had to talk about whatever you know came up. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I didn't have if I wouldn't have gone up, that would have been a really expensive uh, opportunity to not take because of the personal growth I wouldn't have experienced because of just going to that one little campfire. Makes yeah. Sense. yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And so if he hadn't gone, the opportunity cost would have been that much greater than him going. Yeah, like taking risks can be expensive. But I think not taking risks will overall be way more expensive to your personal growth, to your, you know, financially too. I think there's a lot of people out there that like want to start a business and they have the opportunity now when they don't have kids or they don't have a, you know, they're not married, they're single, you know, they don't have a lot of expenses but and they want to start their own thing. But like it gets harder and harder to do as, you know, they progress in life. And so it's kind of, it's, even though you might lose something, there's a lot to be gained from the losses. Mm-hmm. I think what stops a lot of people from doing stuff, though, is like the lack of knowledge yeah. of it. Because it's scary to go out and do something you've never done. Mm-hmm. And if like, oh, we're trying to stop saying like, and I just said it like three times. I probably said it a ton. Already. Every time I've said it, I'm like, frick, I'm like, dadgummit. <laughs> But uh, if you only know, well, for example, one time I went out and I forgot, I can't remember where I was at. I think it was at like a park or something. And there was this girl sitting there at like just chilling. And she looked kind of upset and she was like kind of angry. Mm-hmm. And when I see something like that, I'm I'm very curious. And I just walk up and I just start talking to him because I'm intrigued. I like want to know what's going on. So I walk up to this girl. Her name was Eden. Um, I don't know why I remember that. But I walk up to Eden and she is like very angry, very distraught over something that happened. I'm I can't I can't even remember. But I remember talking with her about like just perspective. And how to go about doing things. 
because she felt like she was trapped and she could only do one thing. Uh, man, I really wish I remember what it was, but I remember exactly like why and everything. But she felt like she was stuck and trapped where she didn't know what to do, but she knew she needed to do something. But she had no idea what to do or where to go because she didn't know that was it. And I explained to her, well, I was just thinking, no, I don't know. See, now, now I'm like, I'm like remembering it and I'm like, where the crap? Yeah. I do remember. I do remember. This was with all the riots and stuff happening in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go to the riots. She wanted to go into the protests and stuff because she felt like she needed to be there. But she felt like that the rioters were doing like standing up for something good, but they were doing it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. She's like, I feel like what they're doing is good, but I feel like burning down the city and hurting people and shooting people and blowing things up is not the way to do it. And I was like, I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. And she's, so she was torn about, she wanted to go, but she didn't want to go for that reason. And uh, I remember telling her, I said, well, if I was like, imagine like a paper airplane. I was like, how many kinds of paper airplanes can you fold? I was like, there's dozens of paper airplanes you can fold. But if you only know how to fold one paper airplane and you know nothing about the other types of airplanes you can fold, that's what a paper airplane is to you. It's nothing else. I was like, if you need... I was like, certain, if you fold it a certain way, it will fly a certain way. Like every airplane flies different. But if you need it to fly a certain way, but you only know one way to fold it, that's the only, that's, that's what an airplane is to you. And I was like, it's not that there isn't other ways to go about it to get from point A to point B, but it's your lack of knowledge that is stopping you to get there. And I was just like, I just encouraged her. I was like, just, there's other ways to go about like standing up for what you believe. It's like there's other ways, but you need to be willing to learn about it and admit that you're wrong and do something different than you've ever done. Does that make sense? Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. And no, I've, I really like the airplane analogy. I've never in my life thought about that except in that moment, and I've never forgot it. It's weird. Like I've never... Like it was just kind of came to my mouth. Yeah. That's an inspiration <laughs> come to you. That's cool. Um, yeah. It's like, I really like the airplane analogy, man, the paper airplane. Cause if you only know how to do one thing, then that's all you'll ever do. That's all you ever know. And I think that's why it's so important to take the opportunities that come your way to, to not hesitate on them. So you can expand you can expand excuse me expand your knowledge (laughs) and your experience that way life isn't just one thing to you and how to get like there's that's the coolest thing about life is like for almost every situation there's multiple ways to do it and multiple ways to have the outcome you want it's just like the way you want to go about it but when you only know the one thing and you don't want to do that one thing i think that's when things get i don't know that's like when you get sad, I feel like. It's like, <laughs> I want to do this, or I want this result, but I don't want to do this to get there. And sometimes there is only one way. 
I kind of just contradicted myself there. <laughs> I was just thinking of like working out. It's like if you work out, there's you kind of you have to work out if you want to be more physically fit. Uh-huh. If you want to be able to perform at a, like an athletic level. But I guess there's different ways to work out. So it's like there's one way and it's working out, but there's different ways to work out. Does that make sense? It kind yeah. of expands. No. Like there's one thing you got to do, but you can do mm-hmm. it in a couple different ways. Well, the point of working out is you'll have a healthy body. You'll look strong. Yeah. But there's other ways to work out. It's not just lifting weights. It's rock climbing. It's running. It's swimming. It's biking. It's, you know. It's picking up your kids. It's yeah. jumping in the pool with them. It's being able to run with them. Right. There's so many ways to do it. There's not just one way to do it. It's so broad. It's being active. Yeah. Be like active. It. I'll share a recent experience that sucks for me that I it was an opportunity that I did not take. Um, so I am, I'm, I'm creating like a product, like a personal development product. And I had a couple of names for it and I have one name that I like and the URL was available. Like the .com was available. It was a hundred bucks. It was a little more expensive than the, than the average one, but it was like a hundred bucks. So that's doable. And I even talked to like, like a group of like my family. I was like, Hey, this is what I'm coming up with. Here's what I'm thinking about the name. What do you think? They were like, I like it. I would use that. I gave them a couple different options, but they liked the one that I had, well, that I was like going to use. And I waited and I go back to look, see if the .com still available. Someone had bought it like a day ago. And now I can't, I can't use the .com. I could still use that name for the product and brand it under something else, but I won't have that. Like I can't say, Hey, go to this, this .com to get the, this exact product. They have to go somewhere else to get to it. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking like maybe in the long run, that'll work out better to just brand it. I'll like everything I'm doing under one name or one, one, yeah, one, uh, .com or whatever. But that's an example. It's like I could have bought that. It was available. And I waited too long to actually buy it. Because I was like, oh, it'll still be there later. And I think that's a lot of when we hesitate. It's like we think it'll be available later. We think that person will still, like they'll be single forever. They'll always want to date us. Or that car, they're, like, they won't sell it tomorrow. If that's like you know the car you're wanting. And sometimes you wait. We think it'll be there tomorrow. But sometimes, I think a lot of times, it's not. Anyways, no, that's I, what happened. I, I've experienced that same thing with buying a car. Like a, I was looking for a truck, what, a year ago? Two years ago? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know how long I've had my car. But uh, when I was looking for a car, I'd be looking at it, and I found a truck I really liked, and I went and checked it out. I drove it. I was like, this is it. This is what I want. And they said, okay, well, do you want to get it? And I was like, uh, can I just think about it for like another day? Because it was like expensive mm-hmm. and it was like an expensive purchase. And I felt justified where I don't know, I felt like I needed to take a second to think about it. Cause I was like, that's, that's a big chunk of money out of my pocket that I don't want to be wrong about. And so I walked away and the next day they sold it. And then I didn't have a car and I was like, oh, like it was killing me. And then I found this truck that I have now and I went to, well, I, I messaged them. I went and drove it and I really liked it. And I told them, I said, I, I do like it, 
but I can't, is it possible that I have more time? And then I caught myself thinking that and I thought, no, you know what? I was like, every single time I do this, it's gone. I miss it. Yeah. The opportunity is gone and I miss something good all because I waited and I hesitated to make this decision. I was like, I already know what I want. I like it. What, why am I not going to get it? You know? And he said, well, you have to make a decision now. He's like, because I got somebody coming. He'll be here in like 20 minutes. So if you want it now, you need to tell me. If not, you need to tell me so this guy can come look at it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get it. And it has been a good, it's been a great truck to have. It's given me very little problems. It's taught me a lot. I've had to fix a few things on it. but And I, I, I think if I didn't have those experiences of losing those opportunities or those cars before, I would have never appreciated or had the courage to step up and buy this one that I have with the very limited time constraint I had to yeah. make the choice in. And it's been good. It wasn't, it's not a perfect truck, but it's good. And I think if I would have hesitated for just a second, it would have been gone and I would have had something less of value and just of quality if I waited. Yeah. And you, you said something really important there. It's like, you knew what you wanted, so you were able to say yes right then on the spot. I think that's that's another big thing. Is like when we don't know exactly what we want, that's when we hesitate because we're like not sure if this is the person we want to be with, if this is the car we want to buy, if this is the job we want to take. When you actually like study it out in your mind, even on down on paper, and you figure out exactly what you're looking for and what you want it makes the yeses so much easier to say and it's so much you can say them so much quicker because you know it's exactly what you want or almost what you want but not quite so you can say no i think that that's a really important key is understanding what you want what you need because then the yeses come so much quicker and the hesitations can kind of disappear mm-hmm. so well just it's confidence yeah when you have the confidence for it, you can jump to these things that are, you can say yes. Yeah. But I think it's important to know that if you know what you want and you get what you want, it's totally okay to change what you want. Yeah. I was about to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay to change what you want. Um, so don't be, I don't know, don't yeah. be, uh, don't be so set that you're not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. but be flexible enough to to get things you never thought you'd have. Right, because how many things in life are actually permanent? Almost nothing. My per uh, attitude? Just kidding. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> like, I can't think of too many things that are actually permanent. Like, you can always change where you live. You can change what car you drive. You can change the job you have. You can, heck, you marry the wrong person, you could change that too. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, that's another topic for another day, but (laughs) that um, one's a little tougher. I think. Yeah. That one, that one has a lot more strings attached. Right. There's, yeah, there's, that's (laughs) a, that's a deep rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. I think that'd be great to talk about one time, but, um, but literally you marry the wrong person. That's, you know, it's just unhealthy relationship or, um, you know, like you guys can't raise kids together the way you want to. Like sometimes it's okay to. You know, whenever, whatever you said yes to. Yeah, I think, so study it out in your mind what you want. And if you do make the wrong decision, 
study it out again, be like, okay, what do I actually want? And why isn't this what I want? Can I make what I have? And I've already said yes to work. And if you can't, and it won't bring you happiness and won't bring you the kind of life you want. That's I think when you change, Yeah, you change your car, you change your so job. So it's like, it's important to say yes, but it's okay to say no if you have to. Yeah. Cause nothing's permanent. Yeah. We're not saying that don't hesitate and say yes all the time. Be a yes man or woman. Yeah. But don't wait to give them your answer. Mm-hmm. And once you understand what you want, like if you're in a relationship and then you realize this isn't what you want, be straight up with them. Don't play a game with them. Just be straight up with them and tell them this isn't what you want. End it. Or take it to the next level. But don't wait in that, like, don't be a fence sitter expecting to do what you want. It's, it's, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting on the fence teetering on one side and the other, you're never going to get off that fence and you're never going to grow. And you're never going to have what you want because you don't know what you want. Love it. I think, I think there are times when you got to think about it though. Yeah. I think that's, I don't want people to get the wrong idea that if some, if an opportunity comes, just say yes. Kind of like what you were just saying, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Cause I've definitely have gone to look at cars and loved everything about it. And I go home and I'm like, okay, I just need to think about it. Like if it has to be now, it has to be no. Like I've, I, think that way especially like for car purchases a lot of times that's what i'll do but it it depends on the situation i think that's what people need to do it's all situational right exactly every situation every person is different Mm -hmm. but there are some things like take a day to think about it before like big major purchases and a major purchase means something different to everybody or what's it's like starting this podcast we're sitting in the car and we're like, we should do this. And Skyler's like, I have the equipment for it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I got everything for it. He's like, dude, we can just get, he's like, all we got to do is just get started. And I looked at him and I said, when? And he's like, what? Yeah. Like, like I remember thinking, I was like, why are you so taken back by that? <laughs> I was like, we just talked about all this stuff. And then I just said, when? And I said, let's just put a date on it. Yeah. You did. I was like, let's not wait. And why don't we just do it? And there was a moment where you were like, uh, <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. But I said, no, let's do it now. Let's not wait. Because if we wait, nothing's going to happen. Because I've been in this situation too many times with too many people where I've tried to do something good, but they wanted to wait. And I was, I was just a little pansy and was like, okay, it's all up to you. It's your feel. Your feelings are more important than mine. And I just let it go. And this time I was like, no, I'm not going to let it go. And then we set a date and we started and it's been really good ever since. I feel like we've both grown. Yeah. I've grown probably more than you have, but. No, I've, dude, I've, <laughs> I've grown a freaking ton. Yeah. So, and I think the reason I hesitated there when you're like, let's set a date on it. And I was like, wait, uh, cause I wasn't exactly sure what I, well, what I feel like I was still getting to know you. I didn't know what you were about. And as we'd done this podcast, I'm like, okay, he is a lot. He's like so much about growth and wanting to like level himself up, which is exactly what like I'm about. So I think this works really well for that. But I didn't know that initially going in. I just knew you wanted more. Like you talked about how you wanted to be a speaker. And 
but I didn't know what that meant, right? Right. So I think there was that, but I also didn't know what I wanted for myself as a podcast, like how I wanted the the setup to be, how I wanted, like if I just wanted to just to be me or me and a guest or me and someone else, like I didn't know all that. And so was, that's, I think that's why I hesitated because I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but like you figure out what you want and what works by saying yes and well, yeah, by doing it. it. Yeah. Like I, like I didn't know, like I had the same feelings that you did and thoughts well, very similar thoughts. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know what he's about. I don't know what he wants. And to a degree, I still don't know what you want because I'm not you. Right. But in that moment, I knew enough where I was like, this could work. And it was because I was confident in what I knew, I was able to take that step. And I was willing to take that step and to take that risk of starting this thing with a weird dude that could potentially be crazy. But you're not. <laughs> but I would have never known if I would have never done it or if I didn't do it. Right. You learn way faster by saying yes, whether you want it or not. Um, and so I think when it comes to the actual decision, because like you could study things out in your mind, something can seem good and make sense on paper and make sense when you tell, talk to your friends about it. Mm-hmm. But I think when it comes to the actual decision, decision making, the saying yes or no, you got to go, at least for me, I have to go inward and see what is the feeling of this decision. Because I remember I was about to purchase a car. I was about to purchase a Mustang years ago. And it was a frick cool car and it was what I wanted. And it was a, it was a good deal. But when I like, and I'm sitting in there and it made sense. The, the price made sense. The year, it was the year I wanted. It was the options I wanted. And I had all like, I had some friends that came with me to get it and I'm sitting there on the desk and he hands me the paper to sign to basically say, I am buying this car. And I'm like starting to fill it out and I get to the bottom where I'm going to sign it. And just like, I don't know if I checked inward or if I just noted, I just could, if I just had, I just had this feeling your heart in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like in my soul, like people talk about that. It's like, Oh, in your heart or whatever, you know, but like, it's it, true. It's a real thing. It, it is a real like, thing. Go in. What does your soul tell you about this decision? And I just had this feeling like, do not buy this car. Like it's a good car, but there's something better for you. It's not that it's bad. There's something better. And I listened to that feeling and I'm so glad I did. Um, and it was weird to be with my friends and the salesman right there who I told I was going to buy this car. To drop the price down, and I was like, "Look, I don't feel good about this. There's something that doesn't feel right, and I'm I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna you know think about it more and and just wait." And I, that wasn't a hesitation. That was there was a feeling in me that said, "Don't buy the car, or at least wait to buy the car." Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like a week later, I found it was a, it was a little different car. The it was a different Mustang, different year, different engine, different kind of a, a, a lot of things were different, but it was still so much of what I wanted. And I actually made money off that car selling it like six months later, but I had a blast driving it and it was perfect for me for that time in my life. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think, uh, like, dang it. I said it again. <laughs> said it again, Skyler. Frick. Um, Try not to say like we set up this weird, just the stupid 
thing that looks weird in this house. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Maybe it's in my peripheral. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you have the, like, dang it, I said it again. I'm never going to progress now. I'm just be like, <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> um, but you, you signed for that car, right? Or you didn't sign, sign for it, but you said yes, and you were going to get it. But then something told you no, or your soul, your heart, which is a totally real thing. Mm -hmm. But you had the courage to step up and say no after you said yes, and you right. didn't hesitate. I mean, you, you stopped, and I'm sure you thought about it, and you're like, why do I feel this way? Why is my soul telling me to stop doing this? Why is my heart telling me no when I already said yes? I was like, aren't I co like technically contradicting myself for what I just said? Um, but you had the courage to step up and say no after you said yes. I think that that goes a long way. And that shows a lot of character in somebody when they can do that. Because right. it's hard to do. Especially when you're in front of your friends. Yeah. Especially when you're in front of a salesman whom you just said, I will buy this. <laughs> right. But that feeling would have never come if you never said yes. Yeah, so that's it. there are things in our lives that if we say yes to, it will be a no and we'll feel that. Some people call it their soul. Some call it their heart. Some call it their gut. I got a gut feeling about this. Sometimes it will come back and it will be a no. And if you have the courage enough to say no after you said yes, it could benefit you later, just like Skyler's story with his car. And I think that's super important to know. Like, it's okay to almost make a wrong decision, mm -hmm. but it's not okay to make a wrong decision. Right. Well, I'll even say, I think it's okay to make a wrong decision because you'll learn from it. But like, you can all, like, you learn from making the mistakes. But, but I, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like you can say yes and you can say no five minutes later, 10 minutes later, a day later, you know, um, like going back to it's like, it's, it's okay to make mistakes because, um, oh crap. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, it's okay to say no, or to say yes and to make that mistake, like the wrong choice, because you'll, you'll realize that you really want something else. Like sometimes you don't realize what you want until you have what you don't want. Yeah. And 100%. Yeah. Um, another experience, not, not mine personally, um, this is my mom's experience. She told me about years ago and I've always remembered it Your mama. Um, when her and my dad had just recently gotten married. I'm pretty sure this is accurate. She might correct me later, <laughs> but she was, she was looking for a job and this job opportunity came up and it made sense to her to, to get it, like the, the pay where it was, everything made sense about it, but she like didn't really, there was something about the job she just really didn't really want, but there was no other options. And so she was, she called him and said, Hey, I, cause they offered her the job. She called and said, I will take the job. And as soon as she hung up the phone, she started crying. Cause she knew it was just wasn't right, but she didn't, that, that overwhelming feeling never came until after she said yes. And I think, I don't know if, I think it was later that day or the next day or something, she had to call him back and said, Hey, I actually, I can't take this job. And they were like, I think kind of mad about it, but you know, she had the guts to call him back and say, I know I said yes, but I gotta, I gotta 
say no now. And a year late, not a year, uh, I think it was a couple days, week. I really don't know how much longer it was. But another job opportunity came up and ended up being the one she took. And it was exactly what she needed during that time. It's like you gotta gotta move forward if you want something to happen. Yeah. Almost like what? What's that saying? God can't steer a parked car. Yeah. Like you gotta move forward. Yeah. If, if you're looking for direction, you gotta start moving to get it. Mm-hmm. Even with Google Maps, it doesn't show. Like sometimes you'll start Google Maps up, and the streets all weird and funky, and you don't know what street that is. But then you start moving and it orients your map. Uh-huh. And then you're like, now I need to turn right. That's definitely not left, you know? Yeah. But until you're moving, you won't really understand where to go. Right. It's like, I mean, I had a goal to be a fireman this summer. That is totally gone. <laughs> oh, no. But here's what happened. I interviewed with a, with a place, with a fire department, to be a wildland firefighter. I had the interview. They offered me the job. And then I just was like, I can't do it. I said, I don't know why. My heart, my soul, my gut, whatever you call it, was telling me, don't do it. And it was hard to do because I was like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, that's what I set out my brain to do. And that's what I wanted. But then I had this interview and I had it right at my fingertips. It was in my hands. It was mine. But for some reason, I couldn't take it. And... So I emailed him and I, I was like, I, I'm, I'm like for unforeseen circumstances in my life and for other reasons, I feel like I can't take this job. I was like, I'm not accepting the job offer. And that was it. And now I'm not. And uh, I feel like there's other doors opening to me now as a result of not taking that, that will benefit me later, which is, which is huge for me. But, I mean, I think your mom's story, super similar, but on a lot, much larger yeah. scale for her mm-hmm. and for me. Your mom sounds like a good woman. Oh, she's an Shout angel. Shout out to Skylar's mom. Yeah. She's, she's the best. She is literally the best. She's an angel. Um, uh, yeah, man. You got to... See, that's, that's tough because you knew you wanted to be a fire firefighter this year i know and that it, was it in my brain up. everything my whole my whole being uh-huh and you said no i was ready but you said no because why say that again well i just had this feeling i shouldn't do it and that then feeling yeah and then i had i knew i had to move and i like about the time the job will start is when i need to move and i don't know where i'm going to end up and i'm like that's not super smart Mm-hmm. And I was getting a huge pay cut, but, but I didn't care about all that. I just wanted to be a fireman, but my, my soul was like, don't do it. I think that's, so trusting yourself and listening to, you know, some people call it God, your spiritual side or your like natural knowing that, that listening to your natural knowing takes time to, to like, be able to hear it like you gotta like the more you listen to it the more you'll understand what it's telling you to do mm-hmm. um, i think everybody has that where just deep down they know what to do what not to do and i think it all comes down to trusting yourself that 
you're going to make the right decision. And even if you, and even if you make the wrong one, you can always go back and then make the right one. Yeah. I think it, it also eliminated the what if for me. Yeah. Like I wasn't like, what if I did this? Or I wonder, I wonder if I applied for this and did this, I wonder what would happen. If I would have never applied and interviewed, I there was, I guarantee something in the back of my head would always be there. What if you tried to be a fireman? And it would have chewed at me and chewed at me and chewed at me. Mm-hmm. You know? But since I went ahead and did it and got that confirmation that no, this isn't it, it was so much easier to move on. And now I've forgotten about it. At least that, that numbing, like kind of nagging feeling about it. Yeah. Where it's like, what if you did this? Because you would have been so much better off if you did this. But I tried it. And it was a no, so now I don't feel that way. Right. I think that there's a lot of people out there that maybe they want to be singers, artists. They want to do a podcast. They want to do, they want to be a YouTuber or, you know, whatever it may be. But I feel like so many people don't have the belief in themselves. And so they decide that they can't do it or won't do it. And they, you know. I'm gonna if I do this, I'll probably won't be successful. The the market is too saturated or whatever excuse they have. And then I think they live a lot of their life wondering, what if I would have tried and went all in? What would have happened? And they end up just talking to themselves in the car, thinking, Man, I have some good thoughts, or they're singing around their house and and knowing that they could have maybe taken it further and done more of what they truly wanted to do, but they never actually took that step forward to get that positive yes right or no yeah they were just dreaming Mm -hmm. you can dream all you want dreaming is good being a dreamer super important at least to me yeah i definitely am yeah it will but but it won't it but what's even better than dreaming is actually doing it right (laughs) like that's what that's what turns them into real things it's not just a dream it's not just in your head it's in real life you can touch it it's tangible it's malleable Mm mm-hmm yeah, you gotta you gotta take action on it, or you'll have no results. You'll have you will not be where you want to be if you don't do those things you truly want to do. Like your natural knowing knows, hey, I'm good at this, but you hesitate because you. I think there's another little there, there's another there's a second voice in our head that says, oh, what if you get hurt? What if you, it's a waste of time? What if you lose money? You gotta fight that. And the way someone put it is there's two wolves in our mind. There's the wolf of hate or the wolf of fear and the wolf of love. And do you know which one's stronger? The one you feed. So if you feed the wolf of love and, you know, put, uh, put positive, like listen to positive positivity, be around positive people, take risks and, you know, Get, um, create that mindset of even if I fail, I'll grow. And, you know, this is what I want to do. And, you know, just that, that positivity reading books, like feeding your mind positive things, you're feeding that wolf. And it will always win over the what if I fail? What if I get hurt? What if I lose money? Because you're actually feeding that one. But so I think a lot of people feed the wolf of fear. So it always overpowers the other one. 
to feed the feed the correct wolf. <laughs> feed the wolf that will m- move you forward. Have you heard that before? No. That analogy? But it makes sense. Yeah. I agree 100%. It's the one you feed. So. I don't know. I'm a firm believer. Don't be a fence sitter. Choose one side or the other. If you want to choose the green, the, the dark side, choose the dark dead side. But if you want to choose the light side with the with the green grass and the sunshine, choose that one. But don't be on the fence. It's better to be on the dark side than on the fence, and it's better to be on the light side mm-hmm. than the fence. So, because if you're on the fence, you're just stagnant. Yeah, stagnant water goes bad. And then you're doing, you're working for both teams. That's never good. You're a double agent. Double agents always die. You see in the movies, they die. Right. What's that? Is it a Bible verse? It's like, I don't know. A man can't serve two masters for he'll either hate the one oh, yeah. and love the other or love the one and despise the other or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're sitting on the fence and doing two things and you don't necessarily, or like, like you know you want to be doing one thing, but you're actually doing another, you're going to end up hating your life. You're going to end up hating your job, hating that person when you because you know you want to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, air quotes, but you really want to be doing something else, like you can't do both. Your mind can't be in one place and your body and actions be in another. They got to be in alignment. Because when they're in alignment, I think that's when happiness and progression comes. But yeah. So who do you serve? Exactly. Open ended question. Look inward. What side of the fence are you on? Are you on the fence? Who are you serving? Where's your energy going? Are you using any energy at all? Ask yourself these questions and you'll find yourself, you'll find answers. It's weird, man. Yep. The next time you have to make a decision, go inward. If the decision, if you need to say yes or no. And sometimes it'll feel like a yes. So you'll say yes. Because you never would have known it's a no if you hadn't said yes. Well, I think that's that about wraps up this episode. Unless you got anything else, Adam? Be good. Be good. <laughs> Be nice. I don't know. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, go out there and do what you actually want in the world. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Next Success. We are... Coming out with a new one every Wednesday. Like, subscribe, and share this episode with someone if you got value out of it. Um, that's the only way this episode, these podcasts get around, is when you share them. And that can be on social media, that can be texting it to a friend. So, and if we're trash, let us know that we're trash. We would love feedback. Every time yeah. we get feedback from somebody, we we make minor adjustments. Yeah, and it helps a lot. So. Yeah. And we always share with each other what other people say. Right. Because it's so fun. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it hurts, but it's all right. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your day. Yep, see ya. See ya.